and welcome to another meditation. Uh, feel free to. I, I think the. I think the music's. Um, one second. Let me see. Is it too loud? We're just gonna. We always start there. Okay. So I'll just come a little closer. Give me a second. I'm gonna make the music a little bit lower, and then we. You'll probably hear me better. That should be good. If it's not, feel free to communicate again and I will, um, yeah, okay, beautiful. All right, so today we're gonna be talking about the concept of the narrow bridge. So the narrow bridge is almost like a mindset. Um, it's a piece that really inspired me last week. Um, coming from the work of Rav Nachman Breslov. So it's Breslov teachings of where we can really find the focus in our life. So that's really where um, we're going to, I'm going to give you an anchor for the day. Something that will be able, will be so practical that you'll be able to really apply it. So we begin with inhales right? Inhales and exhales, inviting ourselves into our body, making sure that we are feeling really comfortable. We are sitting in a comfortable position. There is no pain. There are cushions. Our back has the support we need. And we can take our first inhale through our nose here and just ever so slightly, every, ever so slowly begin to fill the body with oxygen, leaning back into the chair, dropping the shoulders, softening the eyes, and filling the body, tapping into the essence of our being, feeling full and softly exhaling. Taking in our next inhale here, like opening the windows in the house in the morning, we are freshening up, so just breathing through it, allowing the cobwebs to clear. Just notice what it feels like to really tap into the body and put yourself first. Softly exhaling here, tightening the core, blowing out a sharper exhale to really empty anything that might be lingering at the bottom, at the pit of your stomach. It is really difficult to inhale fully when we haven't exhaled completely. And the idea of inhaling into, into a body that's not fully empty is like putting clean water into a muddy pipeline. It's going to get mixed with some of the dirt. 
So for the best experience, clearing completely will give us the ultimate support. Softly exhaling here. Today's commitment is going to be to commit to you. You're going to give yourself permission to do you. To put yourself first. To put your needs first. Notice what that statement sounds like. I have permission to put myself first. I have permission to look forward to what I will build for myself today. A lot of times we get up in the morning with a long list of things we have to do for others. How other people make us feel. The bills that have to be paid. And we kind of put ourselves all the way at the end. What we're going to try today is to put ourselves first. So the basis of that is standing on two feet. Feeling completely grounded in your reality. In yourself. As soon as we escape that self into all the other things what ends up happening is we we struggle with the core so today we're going to focus on the concept and i'm going to just keep coming back to it of there's a quote it says kol haolam kulo gesher tsarmod so it says the whole world right kol haolam the whole world is a gesher tsar Gesher Tsar is a very, very narrow bridge, a narrow bridge. So I was, I was listening to, um, to somebody and he was quoting um, Rav Nachman Mibreslev. And what he was saying was that your bridge, everybody has their bridge. There's this whole world and it can feel chaotic. It can be all your responsibilities it can be all the things that are happening to you, right? Or the idea of what the day will bring. And then there is this narrow bridge, which is every step we need to take today. So a really great concept to attach to that is in Brachos, we say in the morning, Hamechen Mitzade Gover. It says Hashem prepares our steps. Our job is just to step into those steps. So if we think about a narrow bridge, for me, the first thing that comes up is the fear of heights and balancing, right? So I feel like this narrow bridge is either high or I have a potential to fall. So how do I focus? What is it that I need to help me step onto this bridge and step through it without falling? But also, what are the pieces that I need 
to create this bridge, my own bridge. So your bridge, everybody's bridge is built off the emotion, the emuna, which is in the sensation, and I'll, I'll explain it to you. So the intellect, the intellect collapses if there is no foundation, as no emotional foundation. So for a lot of us, we know a lot of things. The problem is we haven't integrated it into our daily life. So we know things. We don't feel them. So then when we experience stress or trauma or anxiety or we have to face a day of responsibilities or a Monday morning, the first thing we do is we kind of go into distress where we, it's almost like a survival mode and everything we know almost doesn't exist, which can feel so frustrating sometimes. It's like, but I know all of this and I, I've practiced all of this. Why am I not able to apply it? And the reason that the application is so challenging is because the intellect is not worth anything without the integration, which I call rest and digest. But from a lot of, from a lot of different teachings, like I've communicated before about when the body collapses, so does the soul, right? It's this thing that the body and the mind have to work together. So this is where, when we're building the bridge, right? So first we're going to build the bridge and then we're going to be able to walk on the bridge, right? This narrow bridge. So the way this bridge is built is with Amuna. Why Amuna is such a challenging faith, right? Is such a challenging piece is because people try to intellectualize Amuna when it's a sensation, it's a feeling. It's a trust that has to be built. And that when we understand that at the core, that it's sensation-based, then it's so much easier to apply it. A simple concept of this when it comes to sensation is... The idea, if I say to you, what does chocolate taste like? I don't need to actually give you chocolate for you to draw on the sensation of your relationship with chocolate. And this could be with anything. When we first understand that Amuna is a sensation, it is something that needs to be built it's an experience, it's a trust, then we understand that the intel, it's not, we're not reaching for intellect. It's the foundation. It's the pieces of the bridge, of this narrow bridge that we will be able to walk on. 
in life in general, where we all function the best is in spaces we can trust. In spaces we have confidence. Those are spaces we don't check out emotionally. And again, this is, this is, um, you know, body work. So we're focusing more on that body. When we think about doing mitzvos, right? So the gesher tsar, those, it's, it's the little things. It's really, really the little things that begin to link up. When we're able to find grounding within ourselves to build and walk on this bridge, it comes from a place where we're able to focus. Focus on one thing at a time. So it's first acknowledging that we are human. We are not superhuman. And although there is so much going on around us, it is essential to create a foundation of trust within ourselves. Find a way to feel what we're feeling and tap into what makes us feel content, calm, what helps us connect with ourselves on a daily basis. Where that bit bridge falls apart, right? So where that intellect, all that structure falls, falls apart is when there's fear, where there's the pachad, where's this fear and there's this worry. Instead of trust. When we're able to spiral or get lost in the universe, in our personal universes, rather than focusing on the step step-by-step process of our daily experiences. For, for a lot of us, we focus on our personalities and we'll say, my personality is like this, my personality is like that. But it's so important to understand that your environment has so much to do with how you adapt versus what your personality is like. If we live in chaotic environments, it's going to be very difficult to move forward. Now, there are things that we can control and things that we can't control. But when we are focused on this concept of kol ha'olam kulo gesher tsarmod, knowing that there's a whole world, there is this entire world every single day and every single moment. And just like with our breath, when we can 
shut our eyes and soften the shoulders and inhale peacefully into our body. It doesn't mean that we stop the chaos of the world or the movement in the world. It just means that we were able to come into ourselves, come into the sensation and nurture the emuna and the bitachon within. A reminder that emuna and bitachon is not intellectualized, but is sensation-based. So take that in for a moment and know that our performance will really, really depend on the time we take to understand what are those links that we're using as our bridge. as the steps we are taking to, to move forward? And are we grounded in those steps? So much of our life we spend doing damage control rather than taking the time to do it right the first time. Conditioning ourselves. We really neglect our emotional well-being in the sense of just balancing ourselves out clearing the space so that when we move forward we can step forward with accuracy and precision and we have a higher chance of having a lot of siyata deshmaya in that. If we don't know something in our heart, like we know it in our mind, it, it will collapse mentally. The mental part won't be able to, the mental muscle won't be able to withstand because the test of time really because emotionally we haven't built that foundation so one of the greatest things tools that we have is slowing down whenever we move slower whenever we take our time the benefit of that is we have a higher chance of inclusion of the emotional space, the emotional environment that you live in. And we can really anchor the belief rather than just hope it'll catch up with us. And when we start doing things just one thing at a time, right? So number one is slowing down. Number two is really understanding that precision matters one thing at a time, but not only in our minds, but in our hearts. So much of 
the tasks that we hate doing or we avoid is usually because we haven't integrated ourselves into it. It's kind of hijacked by somebody else's experience. Or we're not in a space where we enjoy what we're doing. For example, cleaning up a kid's room, for example. Cleaning up a kid's room could be very overwhelming or washing loads of laundry. It can We feel stressed or we're kind of looking at this really big picture of being like, today I have so much to do. If the focus is, I'm going to enjoy myself while I take care of my responsibilities, we begin with dressing comfortably, looking in the mirror and asking myself, do I feel beautiful? Do I need more support today? Do I need more comfort? Do I need a walk first? Putting on some moisturizer, some days perfume helps create that emotional stability. Some days it's candles. Some days it's opening the window. From there, it's finding the support. Some days we have this natural spunk to us and some days it's a lot more challenging. When it is challenging, Take a few more minutes before you start that task, before you start the laundry. So you could make yourself a nice drink. Invest in a quality experience. Buy yourself a nice mug. Buy yourself quality coffee beans or tea, tea, you know, tea bags. Understand that what you're investing in is the long-term experience. Personally, for me, I don't get a lot of cleaning help because I, I have the time to enjoy the process. There's something really enjoyable about the process in itself that I used to feel very stressed about. But now I've integrated some really beautiful practices where I was like, okay, um, I actually enjoy the cleaning. All I need is a few expen a few more expensive tools. Getting a, you know, cordless vacuum. That's 4 weeks of a cleaning lady, you know, once a week. Now I only have, you know, and and just then I get to do the tasks on my own and really spend the time with myself instead of coming like when I was younger, I'd, I'd be in a space where I'd be so stressed out being like, oh, the laundry has to be done or, you know, the beds have to be made. And now it's environment for myself where my soul has somewhere to sit as I move through. So beautiful soundtrack, making sure the lighting is right, making sure you have the tools you need. And the way we do one thing is the way we do everything in life. So knowing that if we take the time to build the structure, to build the foundation, we will have something to walk on, that bridge. Most of the time, 
we don't invest in the right tools. The problem is, is we look at it as, oh, it's expensive. And that usually comes from a space of us moving at a fast pace and, and operating from a consumer, a consumer experience, which we're just buying things. But when we take time to create an experience rather than buy things, we need so much less. We need so much less. And then the performance of the environment is, is, is so much more. So noticing when you, we're like, we're just going to go with the laundry for a minute. Where are you folding laundry? Are you folding it on a bed? Are you folding it on the table? How is your back when you are folding? Are you on the phone having a stressful conversation while you're doing it? Or are you creating a peaceful environment for yourself? So the environment has so much to do with how we adapt. When we understand that that bridge that we're creating is a foundation that it it literally will predict how we walk on this bridge. For so many of us, it's always wobbly. You know, we're always wobbling through it and then nervous what, where we're going to get the next link, right, for the bridge. Where, where, where is that next piece going to come from? Rather than being calm and collected, lifting one foot at a time, doing one task at a time, trusting that there is a master of the universe. Our job is to anchor the knowledge and sensation in inviting this and welcoming this trust within allowing it to wash over us allowing us to really really feel and experience it and through that what we're able to do is create precision in our day and have the best day ever Because that is the way you include yourself. You're putting yourself first. And automatically, everything else falls into place. Also trusting that we are human. There is only so much we can do in a day. But when the focus of the day, the Avodas Hashem is emuna, which is anchoring the sensation, then it doesn't matter how much you did today or how much you need to do. When you're feeling chaotic, you stop. You stop. And then you realign. And you take the time to re-nurture that. Discover what your soothing mechanisms are. What are the things you need to help you heal or get you back on track? Being gentle with yourself, emotionally and physically. And narrowing the vision sometimes to just focusing on the bridge itself than the whole world. And that could be day to day, hour to hour, task to task. It's more, you're having this stability 
escort you through. So as you move through today, I hope this is inspirational. I hope it can help you navigate your day. And I hope it's some encouragement to go out there, love yourself, feel loved, and get to know yourself as you move through. What are the things that support you through your day? So if you enjoy this meditation, feel free to like and follow and share. I'm Esther, and this is an Ujjayi self-care meditation. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.